You're listening to The Jay Barker Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. It's more important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in? You're tired or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult if you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992, winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history, 35-2-1, member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times best-selling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX Studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. It was, it was very emotional for me. Um, I've been coming here since 1995, and um, I don't know when. The, I think the next one comes around in what 2030, uh, and um, I don't know if I'll be physically able to play by then. Um, so, you know, to me, it felt like that this might have been my last British Open here at St. Andrews, and the fans, uh, the ovation, and the warmth. Um, it was an unbelievable feeling. Uh, I understand what, what Jack and Arnold, you know, had gone through in the past, and um, I was kind of feeling that way in there uh, at, at the end, and just the uh, just the collective warmth and, and understanding. Uh, they understand what, what golf's all about and uh, what it takes to be an Open champion. And um, you know, I've been lucky enough and fortunate enough to have won this twice here, and uh, it. Uh, it, it felt uh, felt very emotional, just just because you know I just don't know what my health is going to be like, and um, I, I feel like I will be able to play future British Opens, but I don't know if I'll be able to 
play that long enough where you know and it may come back well when it comes back around here well I'll still be playing. As he admitted he is not really uh, a tearful strong emotional guy but he was strolling up 18 and the crowd at St. Andrews was paying their respect. You could see he wiped tears away from his eyes. That's Tiger Woods playing in perhaps his last open at St. Andrews. We'll see. Welcome into the show. Jay's taking a few days off. He's going to the family with the beach. Meantime, Matt and Lars are going to hang around. Tony Curry's going to be here in a little bit. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm working on a surprise guest, and that's all I'm going to say. First of all, Lars, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Matt. How are you? Good. I woke up at 4.13 this morning, and then I realized, dang, the open's off. I know. So it's, I, it's a beautiful I thing. I flipped it on, and I will not tell you that I just stayed up immediately. But I, uh, I watched a lot of it over the next uh, few hours before I finally got up. It's just a cool course. It's the... Of the origin of golf, we all know that. But um, watching Tiger stroll up 18, uh, it was, he said, to me, watching it, it was a, a lot like some of the moments I've seen, like Jack at Augusta and um, Arnie, certainly, when he was retiring. Um, it was a very, very emotional moment. And um, kind of what better place for Tiger to stroll up 18 uh, as far as his love of golf and Scotland's level. Yeah, as he was going up 18, um, man, I, I was just filled with so many different emotions. And uh, one of them is that uh, this really is the end. I mean, I, I know that uh, we've had different guests on that say that Tiger can compete for uh, maybe one more or two more uh, uh, majors. But there's always a sadness when you see an athlete in decline and just physically can't do what they used to do. And uh, But it, it is so hard to walk away from whatever sport the athlete has uh, sort of mastered. And uh, for Tiger, you know, he just uh, didn't have it. Um, he... Um, you know, on 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 Thursday he shot a six over par seventy eight, and I and I know on the first hole he got unlucky and and hit the ball into a divot, and then that, that led going into the water, and that led to a double, shouldn't have been a double. I mean, he could have easily birdied that hole, um, but then he followed that up uh, today with the three over seventy five, and uh, so yeah, he's uh, he's he's gonna miss the cut. I mean, by by a long way, the cut is gonna be even par or one under, and um, you know, just it, it's um, like I said, there's a, a sadness. It's it, it's hard to watch, and uh, you know, we've seen this throughout the years. Uh, uh, I mean, even going back to Joe Namath that last year that he spent with the uh, Rams, you know, uh, he wasn't the same player. Uh, we saw that with Muhammad Ali sticking around for too many fights, and he took way too many punches, and, um, and that may have contributed uh, to his, uh, um, you know, ultimate demise. But with Tiger, you know, uh, we were hoping that there would be some magic at the 150th uh, plane of uh, of the British Open at St Andrews, 
It's Tiger's favorite course in the world. Uh, he, he went early. He played something like 58 hole practice holes. Um, it's uh, I know at night he would kind of he, he's staying right there in an apartment uh, on on the grounds and and at night he would kind of sneak back onto the course and and do a little pitching and putting and and uh, it just seemed like he was ready to do something special, but his you know the spirit is willing but the body just can't and uh, i think that's where we are with tiger and 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 for those of us who just absolutely love watching him play like you and i do matt um it's almost like we need to let go of it because uh it, i don't think it's going to happen again and and man there there is so much uh, if i was over there uh covering the event there just is so much to write about because in, in in a way there's a um a a really unique sort of parallel uh symmetry in that Jack Nicholas uh who is there for the event and is uh you know just sort of in, in the background but he said that uh due to his age and health uh this is probably going to be the last time he ever makes it back over to Scotland for uh, a British Open and uh in my mind this is sort of the end of tiger um competing uh for a british open title because if he was going to do it it was going to be it was going to be this week and uh you know you, you never say never of course but at at this age uh he's 46 and given all of the injuries he has had including most significant uh the car wreck that he was in uh, and and his uh, difficulty just getting around the course, I don't see him turning it around. And uh, and again, I, I I love Tiger for so many different reasons for just the 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 magic that he produces consistently on the golf course. I love him for the fact that uh, I when I see him play, I think of my own dad and how much joy. Uh, he gave both my dad and I when we watched him as a very very young golfer, and uh, he makes me think of my dad. And uh, in a lot of ways, like you know, a lot of us have sort of just invested a lot, you know, uh, emotional energy into Tiger over the years. And uh, I, I just was filled with uh, sadness uh, watching Tiger finish this round today, Matt. Adjacent. To him, as he walked up 18, Justin Thomas and Roy McIlroy were headed up, I guess, three, something like that. And, uh, they stopped and just tipped their hats. And, of course, they had golf to play, but they paid their respects. And they were all two, uh, they were two guys that really gave him a shot here. Uh, this is a lot easier to say after he's missed the cut. I didn't think so. Uh, one thing somebody said going in, you know, that this course was a lot easier to walk. I think it was JT said, that's not really true. Um, this course undulates all through the fairways. Okay, it may look flat on television, but if you got a really, you know, hurt leg, it's probably not very fun to watch. Yeah, there, there's not a lot of flat surfaces. Now, no. the, the undulations aren't deep, right? But right. but nonetheless, you're, you you are going up and down, and don't and, have the hills that you have right. at Augusta and at Tulsa. And, and you also Southern don't Hill. have a, a true stance very often. 
And so you are putting more pressure on on those legs as you're as you're trying to hit the ball. I mean, I'm sure Tiger wouldn't use that as an excuse. Uh, really, he he just his short game was just terrible. Uh, he just uh, and that's the you know the one thing he could do as he was rehabbing was working on his sort of pitching and putting. And uh, it was surprising. He he was just off uh, all uh, for these last two days uh, on his short game. Uh, couldn't get up and down. Couldn't knock down any putts of any uh, significant length, and even missed uh, you know some some pretty easy putts. Because uh, one thing about the greens at St Andrews is they're they're mostly relatively flat uh, compared to other other places where there are majors. So huge. I mean, some of them are double green. They're all double greens. Every single one of them. Yeah, they all add up to eighteen. One is a one and seventeen. Okay. Two and sixteen. Three. I just learned that the other day. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, again, my my major uh, takeaway was just uh, um, sadness. But uh, also, then you you look at Rory McIlroy. Uh, I think Rory's playing some really good golf. Justin Thomas struggled yesterday. Uh, saw him uh, nail a pretty long uh, uh, eagle putt uh, maybe 20 minutes ago uh, to get to one under. I think uh, JT will will make the cut. Whether or not he can make a charge, I, I don't know. But. Um, Right now, I, I like McElroy. I like McElroy's chances. And I know he was the favorite going in. Um, but uh, there, there are so many golfers there that are four, five, six, seven under, or four, five, and six under, that it's going to be a really exciting weekend. McElroy right now is seven under. Uh, the leader is Cameron Smith. You have two Camerons atop the leaderboard. And you know what? They just, a Cameron has never won a major tournament in PGA history. In golf history. What an interesting thing to go ahead and look up. Well, I tell you what, they've got a good shot. Smith is 11 under. Young is 10 under, followed by Dustin Johnson. Uh, he's 9 under. Scotty Scheffler is 8 under. And Hatton? I don't know. I also have a feeling that D D Dustin Johnson may win this thing just because he's on the live tour, and that would really just throw more chaos into the world of golf. And and DJ played really well. He's played really well both rounds. Uh, he, he's striking it great. Uh, really, no weaknesses in in his game right now, and putting it really well. Uh, he's got uh, he's got everything kind of going. Uh, but it, I I love Matt. This is one of my favorite events of the year because you're you're right. You can wake up at four in the morning. Bam, you got major golf on television. Yep. It is the best. As far as our Alabama guys, uh, Mullinex and JT are both one under as we speak. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. A national championship team covering a national championship team. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Partly to mostly sunny this afternoon. Just a small chance of any one spot getting a shower through the evening hours. The high today, 93. Tonight's low, 72. Tomorrow, morning sunshine. A few widely scattered afternoon storms. The high also, 93. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 88 degrees in Tuscaloosa. 
Back on the Jay Barker Show. Bars, Matt, Tony Curry, be Mike side. Tony's playing with a puppy. <laughs> it's that my is, puppy. It's Charlotte. That's oh. Charlotte. Cavapoo. Uh, Cavapoo. <laughs> Hang on, hang on, hang on. We should have puppies that greet us at everything in life. When you're getting ready to commence your marriage, there should be a puppy at the bedroom door. There should be a puppy at the church door. There should be a puppy at every radio studio door. Because it just makes you happy. It does make you happy. Oh, come on, man. It just makes you happy. Do you have the same feeling about kittens? About what? Kittens. Oh. Kittens, yes. Cats, no. But, again, we know that uh, puppies are just Cats get old and spray, and that's just a big problem. All right, but we're not going into that. Welcome to the show. Tony's with us. Alex Bauman is Mike's side as well. As Lars took a trip to Tuscaloosa and wants to discuss it. Yes. uh, I had to go down to Tuscaloosa this morning to uh, get some stuff out of my office at at Reese Pfeiffer. And notice that... Shocker. There's construction going on basically everywhere in Tuscaloosa, but uh, right around the stadium. Uh, I think it's on the west side. I think they're lengthening that street uh, that Ramajammer is on, right? And uh, uh, also, uh, or they're putting another lane in. And then there's some, some stuff going on inside the stadium as well. And it feels like it's always under construction. And it, that just reminded me of uh, St. John the Divine, which is the sixth largest church in the United States. It's on 113th in Amsterdam in New York City. And uh, it's like three blocks away from where I, where I lived when I was in New York when I first moved there. And uh, the thing about St. John the Divine is it's, even though construction, uh, I think it started in 1892, um, it's still like under construction. And it will always be under construction. Again, even though it's the sixth largest church uh, in the United States, um, because the, the idea is it's sort of metaphorical, just like your relationship with God and Jesus is always under construction. Oh, well, so, I was wondering uh, where you were going yeah, with that. Right. Wow. Okay. Brian yeah, Denny. And Brian Denny, Brian Denny is the sort of, you know, the the epicenter of religion in the South. Lars, I'm going to tell you, you're a great writer and a great co-host. That is one hell of a stretch. <laughs> that is the worst so? analogy I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> okay. right. Is it I, really? I try, to, I try to softball it. Uh, just, and, and we won't ask Alex. That Lars, doesn't work? Lars. Uh Honestly, really not for me. I mean, it was okay. Is it, is, is it, isn't you Brian went, you went from isn't, Brian Denny Stadium isn't Brian to Denny Amsterdam good, isn't Brian Denny in a millisecond? No, going, it's, on, a it's on Amsterdam Avenue okay. in New York okay. City. Okay. Amsterdam right. Avenue in New York City, and it's always under construction. Yeah. And uh, is we, it, we but, got but it. Is you don't need to do it not, again. I know, but isn't, isn't Brian Denny the cathedral of the real cathedral of Alabama? Yeah, I would say it's a cathedral. I would give you that. But as far as the God reference? In our in our relationship with God, how it's always evolving. Well, the, it, that in, a, in your relation, how about the, our relationship with Nick Saban? Yeah, <laughs> I like the God one better. Uh, all right, all right, this is totally okay. not working. Okay. Uh, what I was thinking of then uh, was uh, now they're doing more work on Brian Denny. I think it's just cosmetic stuff. Uh, best SEC stadiums. Um, uh, 
And uh, Matt, you've been to a bunch. Uh, Tony, you've probably been to all of them. Um, let me just ask you about a, a few. And Alex, feel free to weigh in. Vanderbilt Stadium. There's 14, right? 14 stadiums. It is the opposite of what you just described. Kroger Field at Kentucky. It's okay. Kroger, Kroger Field's okay. I mean, it's got a lot better. Let's put it that way. I mean, it's it's no Rupp Arena. <laughs> yeah. Davis Wade Stadium, Mississippi State. Uh, it's very open. It doesn't seat a whole lot of people. And if you take a wrong uh, It doesn't have a lot of skyboxes. But, you know, I, it's comf- I'm saying comfortable a lot. It's in the middle of I'm nowhere. I'm okay with it. And if you take a wrong turn on the way out, you're never getting home. You mean right there at the edge of Stark? <laughs> There's only one way to go, brother. You know, can you imagine if it was first... if it was closed in with all those cowbells? The... Uh, uh, my first introduction to Starkville was many, many years ago. And after the game, we're staying right there. Actually, I think we're staying in Columbus. What what is what does the broadcast team do? Get go get a cold beer. Go to a convenience store. Mm-hmm. Back then they didn't sell cold beer in convenience stores. That's true. So you couldn't get a six-pack and drink it on the way to Columbus. That's why you I should. don't know how I know that. Vaught-Hemingway Stadium in Oxford. It's very cool. I really uh, I really like it. Great atmosphere. The Grove. Um, the outside I don't know. What are we scaling up to 10 or something? I would give that an 8. Yeah, I would too. I think it just needs. That's looking. Oh, my God. People. Outside and inside a stadium period. I mean, it's, it's Alex. It's, I know we're dominating. Feel free to jump in if you've been to any of these stadiums. You need to tell us whether they are a one or a ten. All right. Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium. Oh, Suey! Razorback. It's the best stadium in the history of the planet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know I have allegiance there, uh, but because of that, eight. But it's a nice place. I've been to a couple games there. Yeah, it, it is nice. Um, it sort of sits down in a valley, doesn't it, in, in uh, Fayetteville? Yeah. yeah. Sits, everything sits down in a valley in Arkansas. But once <laughs> you get to the top of the Ozarks. Yeah, true. Jordan, and I mean, it, it, is, it is elevated. It's the, only, it's the only state where I've driven through and I actually still see uh, TV antennas. Uh, you mean on top of trailers? <laughs> you're yeah. coming through the mountains. Even though there's no like, OTA anymore. There's no cable. What are they man, picking they up? Yeah, uh, APT. <laughs> All right, so Jordan Hare. Oh, man, I like, I like, I. I think it's one of the best places. I would, in the I would have to give it a nine. Um, I don't know their atmosphere before games, the way they tailgate, um, the excitement, the seating actually, um, and I've seen it grow quite a bit since I first went down there in uh, the early '80s. Bone, where are you on Jordan? No, Hare? I, I love it too. I was a Tiger for a day. Um, at one point, got the whole run through, uh, and uh, the water tower, the railroad tracks. I just, I just like the feeling of it. It's just perfect for what Auburn is and what it represents. Yeah. And uh, it is, it, it feels like a home stadium. It's not a cookie That's cutter. That's a great point. Yeah, it's a great. home stadium. It's about probably the best home and field advantage in, in college football. There's one more, and that that will be my ten. Alex, have you been to Jordan Air? I have. I got to see the Iron Bowl this past year there. That's right. You wrote about it. So. Uh, I know you you kind of lean towards the west side of the state. But what did you think about that stadium, just in general? I don't think there's a bad seat in it. I agree. I agree. And um, sat in every one of them. I mean, I walk <laughs> around sorry. the stadium. I'm, I'm being rather cantankerous. <laughs> yeah, today. you are. It's Friday, uh, man. Come on. Uh, Ferret Field at Memorial Stadium, Missouri. 
You guys been there? I haven't been there, but it looks like a POS on TV. Yeah. It's actually quite nice. It's it's, it? it's a nice stadium. Yeah. Oh, it, you Midwest guys. It's been it's been renovated. It opened in 1926. Uh, still has some of that uh, charm from the 20s. Uh, been renovated a few times. I, I like it. Uh, William Bryce Stadium, South Carolina. Love it. Been there several times. The cabooses out, the Carolina cabooses mm. uh, are just <clears throat> fabulous. And when I was there, South Carolina wasn't very good. But that fan base doesn't care. They sell out anyway. Yep, that's just true. And, and they were doing that when they were going 2-10. and 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and now, and I, I think your buddy Shane's pulling them up again. Yeah, he uh, is. I, I really see them finishing mid to upper they could, the they could surprise. Base? No, I mean they Spencer could surprise. Rattler. If they get Spencer Rattler to play but, to his potential, they uh, they they could have one of the top three quarterbacks in the country, not just in the SEC. Uh, okay, this stadium to me has the highest press box I've ever been in. Uh, where are you going? Neyland Stadium. Uh, that part I do not like. Now the fans, the checkerboard, the the pageantry. Uh, them walking into the stadium and down through the field house and all that it is wonderful. But I, <clears throat> I am not a heights guy, and I, I did not like broadcasting from there you do, at you, all. You, and, and, and you know, Bobby Denton used to be our, our CFO of, of Dick Broadcasting, and of course, Dick Broadcasting bought all of our radio stations down here that we used to work at, and, and they were also the home of the, the, the Tennessee Volunteers. And then they got the rights to Alabama football down here. So whenever Alabama and Tennessee played each other, we didn't know who to root for. We obviously down here because we're the flagship station. But we went out to the press box numerous times, and, of course, we'd have a couple of cocktails. That ain't a stadium you want to have be cocktailed up at the top of that thing. It, it's not. And then, and, then, and then stumbling across the street to try to get to Calhoun's and rush hour traffic ain't real smart either. Almost got hit by three or four different cars every time I went up there. Sanford Stadium, Georgia. Wait a minute. Have, if, sure. You've been to Neyland? I have, yeah. And uh, I, it, it's one of the loudest places I've been to. Yeah. And uh, you almost can feel uh, the stadium shake when uh, Tennessee takes the field. I thought it was a very cool experience. Uh, man, long, long time ago, I was doing a profile on uh, safety. Uh, Dion Grant, I think it was his name. Uh, yeah, long time ago. Hey, right. bucket list stuff for me. I want to go from Huntsville to Knoxville, Volunteer Navy. You want to go? Sure. Would that be cool? That would be. I think it takes like a day. But mm-hmm. Boy, that'd be a fun day, wouldn't it, Lars? Upstream, right? Yeah. Sanford Stadium. You guys been there? Yeah. yeah. Anything stick out you to know, you guys? Uh, it's ninety two thousand, and uh, the the it seats ninety two thousand, and and the fans really are sort of right on top of you there. I I liked it. The hedges. Uh, I I can't think anything really really positive. Uh, fans are great. Press, remember the press box being great. Yeah. Um, but can't think of anything really, really negative. There's nothing really. It's, there's it's, nothing really. Like, I'd give it a seven. Besides no? the hedges, which is obviously yeah. it's known for. There's nothing that's. Again, uh, too, when you're talking about football teams that are obviously are, are successful, it seems like their stadiums get better when they're successful. Now you mentioned South Carolina go two and ten. They packed the place out. But when you're really successful, and I think you know you'll have the swamp coming up here in a minute. Yes, that's I am. obviously <laughs> one of those places where it's the swamp. And and I've been to the swamp it's a couple kind times. Of a dump. And it's, yeah, but it, it needs- is a dump. It's got the big wall and it's uncomfortable. It reminds me of Riverfront Stadium yeah. in Cincinnati. Do you want to yeah. talk about being on top things. of you? Yeah. Oh, no doubt. Um, but it, but it's one of those stadiums where you know if it was anyone else and they weren't successful, I'd say it's a dump. Yeah. So Ben, all right, we've been over it's Ben Hill Stadium. Yeah. Uh, Bryant Denny. 
Oh. We've all been there. You know, when I first went down there, it was just kind of a shell. It was a bowl. Remember the, uh, remember the hand man? Every time you went in there, no one stood up. Everyone was sitting on their hands. Which we talked about back in the late 80s, early 90s when we got here. About sports. Nobody would. It was the quietest SEC stadium I think we had in 1988. And it was a lot different. When I first enrolled there in 75, it was mm-hmm. that way. And unless you're playing a really good SEC foe. Um, and I, I actually wrote in the Crimson and White, I said, what are a bunch of hand sitters? What's wrong with you people? Yep. Okay, so it's VMI. You know, at least yell for the first five touchdowns. Um, but now it's totally different. I think, Lars, you know more about it because your office is right there beside it. But is it technically probably the best stadium? And it's improving all the time? Like that church it on Amsterdam? Amsterdam Avenue. Oh, okay. Amsterdam Avenue. You can't say the word Amsterdam around Matt and I. 113th in Amsterdam <laughs> on the Upper West Side. Uh, okay. Kyle Field. Good grief, y'all. Kyle Field. Uh, I haven't been there. Uh, but what I've seen, the one thing that I would say isn't really the stadium. It's the 12th man in the fans. Yeah. yeah, and the the tradition the night before, and they used to have the bonfire. Obviously, not anymore after that tragedy. It's a fun happened. place to go see a ball game. And it, I, I would say if you're a college football fan and you don't, you're not an AM fan, you probably should go check that stadium out at least. I one. believe it's uh, the biggest seating capacity in, uh, in all of college football, and I, I think we all can agree. Uh, night game at LSU is probably at Tiger Stadium is the best environment in the SEC. Best environment I've ever been in. Right. Period. Now I football. haven't traveled a lot out of the conference. I've seen a few games. But. So what makes it so good to you, Matt? What 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 di- what distinguishes it from every but every other stadium? But for, first of all, if you walk through the area where they have all their RVs leading up with a Channel 13 camera, mm-hmm. you get <clears throat> free food and free drink for life. Yep. Now and sorry, but we, I don't know the fans. They're rowdy. They're crude. Don't lose there because your walk to your car will be horrible. Um, but there's just a a really great feeling of drunkenness. Tony, Tony, they're, Tony they're, what's your best They're the experience? Atlantic City of college football. Uh, if you're in the right crowd and the right group uh, and you make friends before you play them and you lose, you're going to be good to go and invite to come back afterwards. And even if you beat them, you'll be invited to come back. But if you go two blocks off the strip, you're going to get mugged. You're going to get killed. Somebody got shot. Not, 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 not assault wise, but you, you will be verbally abused. If you're, if you're hanging around some LSU fans that you didn't make friends with before, I, I've heard people say that they've had the best experience they've ever had there and they've had the worst experience they've ever had there. Atlantic City. Hey, Alex, did we miss any you've been to? You've been to LSU? I haven't. What, what do you think about Brian? Danny? I thought it was pretty cool. So. I just miss the days of being able to go to a Bryant-Denny stadium and actually see a ball game for 10 15 bucks. Now you want to go to, like, New Mexico State. It's going to cost you 100 and a half for you and your boy. But, well, you know, that's, 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 that's the price of fame, right? And people and we, will pay it. We've been spoiled. I mean, go to press boxes. Mm-hmm. I'm you should sorry. do the SEC's. I'm not real good at sitting outside in the heat. Yeah. I, I'm okay if it's comfortable. What a great topic. Thank you, Laura. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show. Man, did we run one.
You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating, nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WilfordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205 716 Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country. And Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. 
It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letter C letter O. come back here from player you know the uh, guy who uh, sings the song was on the uh, bold and beautiful so the bold and beautiful dude with the big chiseled like face good looking guy with the black hair that <clears throat> soap yeah yeah he uh he, he wasn't rick was springfield on a soap rick springfield was on the general hospital i believe and he uh, actually had a couple of pretty good songs i was the only person to go see the movie love somebody the one that uh i think it was called love somebody that uh, he had the the top 10 hit love somebody from <clears throat> i actually went to that uh, that's when when I was still trying to find my first girlfriend at the age of 27, I was still checking out Rick Springfield. But And I saw him in concert when Sammy Hagar showed up. And, of course, Sammy Hagar wrote the song for him. I'll, I'll, everything, what is it called? I'll Do Everything For You. Oh, I, I like that song. I don't know that Player ever had another hit. I think they had a follow-up, but I can't remember what it, it what the title uh, I, I, it, uh, uh, I'll, I'll let you know what it is in okay. a second. I know. You'll get it. Yeah. Oh. Let's see. Um, did we finish our uh, stadiums? I think we, we all did. we yeah. all just bailed on criticizing Vanderbilt, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it is so obvious that uh, they need facility upgrades. Lars, have you been to one outside of the SEC on each end? Um, man, that's a great question. Um, one of the loudest ones I've ever been to is at Washington, out in Seattle. Uh, because they have this metal roof over uh, each uh, each side, and so the noise reverber- reverberates down, and it's on uh, Lake. What is that Lake? Is it Lake Washington? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a, a gorgeous setting. Um, just really, really, really pretty. Uh, and then, man, the old Carrier Dome was horrible. I didn't like that uh, up at Syracuse. Um, how about you guys? Are there any other stadiums that you have been to that either stick out uh, really, really good or not so good? It, it bothers me when you go to a stadium and, and you're really looking forward to going to that stadium and you find out it's just not what you thought it was going to be. And the Coliseum was that for me, watching uh, Alabama and Texas in the national championship game. I, it, it was, it was, it was, and I, I know it was packed. Now the outside was unbelievable. Doesn't it go up and yeah, play like, real fast? It's a golf course. Right there, we were parking on yeah. a golf course, and of course there were a lot of Texas uh, uh, co-eds that, that had the cowboy hats on with the shorts and stuff. And so, I mean, the the, the view was fantastic. It's like they always are waiting for that sunset picture. Yeah, right. The but once sun you, but going once you got down inside, over the Pacific, the, and... ro- the rows were sixty seats long. Yeah, so if you had ro- if you had that. seat thirty three and you had about six or seven beers and you, you, oh. were, you were pissing off a lot of people. Um, it, it, it's and it's concrete again. Most of it's concrete. The idea that there's palm trees actually growing inside the stadium is super cool, and, it, and it's picturesque. There's no doubt, but as far as in the fan experience, if you have to go to the bathroom, you better leave in the first quarter to make it by the fourth. Yeah. Uh, Maybe that's why they're leaving the Pac-12. <laughs> um, 
Oh, Illinois, man. Illinois, not the greatest stadium in the world. Uh, been to uh, been uh, Beaver Stadium. Been I have not been, been to Nippert several times Nippert. in Nippert's Cincinnati. Nice. Yeah, man, I've you were talking about on campus. It's on campus. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm sitting there Friday when we're going through walkthrough, and they're literally. I think they have class. They were having a class in the stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, but I liked it. I mean, it was really good for a conference. USA. And Papa John Stadium in Louisville, Kentucky, only because I Let lived me, there for three years. Yeah. That, that was a, that, you talk about a POS. It was when I lived there. But what they've done as far as improvements to Nippert and to those stadiums for mid-major teams. And I say Louisville and Cincinnati, they're really not. Have you guys been to uh, Beaver Stadium, Penn State? No, I have not. That's pretty spectacular. Uh, but again, there's no uh, balconies, so it's just uh, it's a little bit like the Rose Bowl. Tony just mm-hmm. goes up, 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 and up, and so you, you really uh, get high up there. Uh, have you guys been to Notre Dame Stadium in oh, South Bend? I have not, but that is one some, that's one thing that I'd, I'd love to do just one time. Yeah, uh, it, definitely worth it. Um, end up, I've, I've covered a few games there. But uh, Ohio State Stadium that, that, is another one of those stadiums where when you show up, you almost hear I have not, a, a, a not, sound of angelic. It's it just the oh, just the beginning of the the front of it is just the so, ghost of Rex Kern. It looks yeah, it looks like something out of Rome. I mean, the pillars. It is it is um, it is like you have arrived here. Now I didn't make it a chance to get actually inside the place because I was up there during the off season. But the outside is is, is miraculous. Camp incredible. Randall, uh, it, it, Wisconsin, is really cool. Uh, again, it, it's it's very old, uh, and uh, I love that their uh, their jump around tradition. I guess they do it what between the third and fourth quarters. Um, yeah, that's that, that's a really neat stadium, and of course Memorial Stadium in Lincoln, Nebraska. I'm going to say is very very cool. Yeah, I've been there, um, and it is cool. Folsom Field, Colorado, uh, because you have the backdrop of uh, like the foothills of the Rocky Mountains right there. Um, what about Seminole Stadium, FSU? I mean, I'd say I've never 20, been that, there. There's too many dang bricks. Uh, there are bricks everywhere. And that uh, used to that be sound a, weird. That used but to be a place. they're regular bricks that, too. Yeah, that you're right. That used to be a place where everyone wanted to go, and maybe it's because the team's not nearly what they. I remember Miami and FSU playing the first or second game of the year, and if you lost that game, you were out. You were done for the year. That was the game for like 10 years. Um, but, again, I have n- absolutely no bearing to go see a ball game there right now. Oh, um, nor do I. And I enjoyed being there. And I mean, Bowden was still the coach. One Another but, place uh, that's a dump is Darrell K. Royal Texas Memorial <laughs> Stadium, Texas <laughs> Stadium. It is it's horrible. Horrible. It's not fitting of Austin, then. No, uh, no, it's not. No, I, <laughs> hey, I love Austin. I love Austin. Uh, the food and what is it, Sixth Street? Uh, <laughs> it's a good I'm, time. I'm going there just in case I can run into Sandra Bullock. Yeah, there's several stadiums where you just don't need to go inside. You stay outside, you're good. Where is that? Texas is one of them. Oh, there's no yeah. reason to go inside and watch a football game. Have you been to the there. the Big House? I haven't been to the Big House. I have not been to the Big House, Michigan. Yes, and it feels like a prison. <laughs> It's awesome, but it feels like a prison. It is. Okay, I know we got to go to break, but Tony, best tailgating scene in the country. I'll tell you on the other side. All right. Uh, because it's a, it's a no-brainer. Uh, Probably because I was there. <laughs> and you left your brain. Were you the gate or were you the tail? <laughs> I had some bricks. Oh, <laughs> uh, sounds like a really, really good time for a break. Man, there's a story coming out here about Charles Barkley we're going to get to in a minute. Tell me it's not real. Yeah, if Charles does this, I'm going to be E-O.
You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Roll Tide, the best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Partly to mostly sunny this afternoon, just a small chance of any one spot getting a shower through the evening hours. The high today, 93, tonight's low, 72. Tomorrow, morning sunshine, a few widely scattered afternoon storms. The high also, 93. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 88 degrees in Tuscaloosa. program unknowingly did i absolutely pound the lead you know what that means nobody else does uh hey jay's taking a few days off head to the beach good for him um tony curry is gracious with his presence lars is with us and alex bauman our outstanding intern is in the studio now you you saved one back where are we going here uh well we've, we've I, I was gonna say I've been to Clemson a couple of, a couple times. That is a great, and certainly since Dabo Sweeney's gotten there. And again, when you have a winning attitude and, and a winning program, and you got some legacy and some tradition behind you. That's that's a lot of fun. Touching the rock, the whole nine yards. But I mean, I, I, I and you already mentioned it. I, I think the Grove, Ole Miss. I don't think it gets any better. Just from a cosmetic standpoint, from a, a visual standpoint, from a sound standpoint, from a food standpoint, just from a fan standpoint. Um, I don't think it gets any better. Every time I've gone there, I have a great time. And I can't say that for any other stadium. You know, I'm a... And again, a lot of it has to do with, I mean, you, you, your, your neck will hurt. If you're if you're a single guy, your neck will hurt by the time you leave that stadium that night. He's because needed it, on uh, Ron Burgundy's swivel. It's, uh, it's, it really is unbelievable. And, I mean, and all, let me tell you, uh, all of the SEC schools have gorgeous women. Yeah, I mean, when you're down at Brian Denny and Denny Chimes or whatever, and, you, and you're looking around and the sorority girls, again, I'm 56, so I, I don't want to pull out the creep factor here, but I'm a man. So if I see a lot of tan anything, I'm going to look at it. Uh, but at the Grove, it's like, it's unbelievable. Even sober, it's unbelievable. I mean, everything there is a nine and a half. It's it, it's silly. It's crazy. I don't know why I'm sitting here right now. Why aren't I not? Why aren't we I'm just go to man, I'm 56. I'm a creep. Let's go. Uh, uh, <laughs> going back to Clemson, I, I led the book uh, that I wrote on Dabble yeah. Sweeney about him the very first time as uh, interim head coach, he's so excited. He's with the team. They're about ready to run out on the field, you know, down the hill. And his mom's sitting in the stands. And he he gives that rock uh, the biggest smooch <laughs> ever. And all his mom could think about, the germs, the germs. <laughs> and then Dabo and Matt, you know this. Yeah. Matt helped me with the book. Dabo ran down that hill like he like his shoes were on fire. He was not going to let anybody pass him, but but he was so nervous about it because he thought what if I trip and fall yeah. and literally get trampled by my players mm-hmm. and it would uh it would be like this sort of uh, horrible uh metaphorical beginning of his tenure at Clemson but he went down there and ran at full sprint and it, that sent a message I think like hey I'm going to invigorate and energize this whole program with my passion. And that's exactly what he did. The exact opposite of Jay. Remember Jay as a mm-hmm. freshman? Yeah. Came running out. Face plant. Yeah. Uh, hey, we left one out. Protective stadium. I mean, 
I mean, I know it's Birmingham. I'm a homer. I don't care. But I hear other people from parts of the country coming in here and going, what a great stadium. It really is. It's a, For a mid-sized stadium, again, it's it's super young, and so I don't think we can really put in any top tens as of right now. And uh, I will say this. It's, it, it feels a little bit like uh, the TED when it first opened up because there's so much other stuff going on. You can walk around the stadium with ever, without ever sitting down. And so very rarely, and, 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 I'm, and I'm knowing this because I think they average 24, 25,000, they only averaged about 300 more people per home game, UAB did, than they did at Legion Field the year before. Which really is, is a head, yeah. Which is really a head scratcher because you're like, how is that possible? You get protective life. It's in a great part of town, but they only averaged roughly 300 more people per home game they did in the last year at Legion Field in their last year. Now that may be because it was the last year at Legion Field. I don't know, but at any given time, the stadium never looks full. You don't ever see the stadium it did full with there. the stadiums people in the home all, opener. People are always walking around, moving around. They're, they're, you know, and so and there's lots of places you can stand up. They have the seats there up against the railing. So, but it is it is a beautiful stadium. And I can't uh, wait till Sunday. Uh, Sunday night's the closing ceremony. I'm looking forward to it. You're listening to the Jay Barker. I got my Lionel Richie. Uh... Hi, this is Wes McClooney, owner of the New Balance Birmingham store. Achieving your personal best often comes down to how you feel. And when it comes to the right shoes, nothing feels better than New Balance. The fit specialists at the New Balance Birmingham store conduct an in-depth analysis of your foot size, shape, and gait, determining the best New Balance shoes for you. Experience the difference of custom fit today at the New Balance Birmingham store on Highway 280 next to Chick-fil-A. New Balance Birmingham. Your feet will thank you. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option. High-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHEALTH.COM. I'm excited to tell you about our newest sponsor here on the Jay Barker Radio Network. They pioneered the Chicken Finger Box and the Chicken Finger Restaurant. That's Guthrie's. Guthrie's recipes and processes are often imitated but never duplicated. Look, their sauce is probably the most copied sauce of all sauces all time. And I've known this family since my days down in Tuscaloosa. And they came over and, man, I tell you, it's nostalgic even today to see my kids going to that same Guthrie's. A great family. Do so much for the community, but more importantly, provide the best when it comes to chicken fingers. Get out to Guthrie's today. I want to tell you about my good friends at Southern Assurance Group. Hi, it's Jay Barker, and look, Ken Needham has done a terrific job. Local company, 205-980-1505 is their number. That's 980-1505. Again, local, you can speak with the same team every time you give them a call. Full line of products from Auto Home, Boat Life. You'll trust them. They have a great uh, deal as far as the relationships they build with their customers and 20 years with the same company and industry. Custom approach for your insurance needs. Give them a call, 980-1505. That is Southern Assurance Group. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. 
800-242-6269. Whether it's for lunch or dinner, head out to the Cajun Steamer. It's a New Orleans-style joint that serves authentic Cajun and Creole food, cold beer, and great drinks. They are known for their wide array of Cajun classics and original creations prepared in an authentic fashion. This Louisiana kitchen can have you slapping the table for more. Stop by the Cajun Steamer and sign up for your Alabama, LSU, or Auburn fan card. Eat with the Cajun Steamer while your team is on TV and use your fan card to receive a 15% discount on your entire meal. With locations in Hoover, Trustful, Huntsville, and Franklin, Tennessee, they've got you covered. Head out today to the Cajun Steamer. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letter C, letter O. Birmingham's best Mexican restaurant for over 20 years and counting. That's La Paz Restaurant in Crestline Village and Mount Laurel. They've got a great staff. Its delicious menu, award-winning cheese dip, and margaritas and vibrant atmosphere have helped to make La Paz a local favorite. Blue corn nachos, Texas barbecue quesadillas, steak and blue quesadillas, Baja fish tacos, signature fajitas, and much, much more. So head over to La Paz today if you want a great lunch or a great dinner, and you'll find all that at La Paz, Crestline, and Mount Laurel for lunch or dinner. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa, Tide 100.9, and screaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Who you are is more important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in, you're tired, or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult if you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992. Winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy. Voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers. Also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history. 35-2-1. Member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. 
Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times bestselling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX Studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. You've always been super honest with us, and I'm about to put you on the spot here because you love golf. You know I love golf, and there is this rumor I've heard from a couple people in the golf world that the Live Tour is coming after you as like a face of their media, like an analyst or something like that. Is there any truth to that, or is this just rumor? I'm going to meet with Liv. Oh, uh, so there is some truth. Truth, to be always transparent and honest, um, they called me and asked me would I meet with them and I said yes nothing is imminent I only have I actually don't know everything they want from me or what they technically want me to do but you got to always look at every opportunity that's available mm-hmm. so to answer your question is 100% yes I'm going to meet with Liv I think we all recognize where that sound clip came from. Mm-hmm. He also sat on the Pat McAfee show a couple days earlier. He did. If somebody gave me $200 million, I'd kill a relative. <laughs> what Charles is that Barkley, what Barkley is what said? Barkley said. So, listen, Charles has done uh, really, really well with his money, and there's a reason why he's was he even 60 yet. I know he wants to retire when he's 60. He's got more money than he's ever had in his life right now. I think he is right 60 now. now. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, all about, I'm all about listening it's accepting that's that that could be uh, an issue here. Yeah, you know they could no... throw half a million dollars at the guy. Yeah, that, ain't, I mean, that ain't squat to that. Did you hear about the? I mean, ha- five hundred million. Yeah, the the boomer show up in WFAN. What happened yesterday? Their radio station is taking money from Live to promote their tour, and Boomer called out his own radio station and said, "This is ridiculous. What are you guys doing taking this blood money?" What station from, was that? WFAN. He's a morning show up in New York. Oh, in New Boomer, York. Boomer Sison. He's like, well, what are we doing here? Why are we taking money? Why are we taking blood money from the Live Tour to promote their golf tournament on our radio station in New York City? So this, this, is, this has been pretty far-fetching, man. This is uh, pretty wide. I mean, you know, currently the Live broadcast is only available uh, online streaming. And uh, it's uh, hosted by the Premier League um the former voice of the Premier League, Arlo White. And so getting somebody like Barkley would uh, be substantial for the live tour. Um, but I have a hard time believing that, that Charles would take it unless it's an offer he couldn't refuse. And you know what? Even if you're Charles Barkley, there's a number. <laughs> there's a number. Everybody's for sale. Everybody like is house. for sale. Everybody's for sale. Say you want to live in your house forever, that's a lie. <laughs> yep, because there is a number, and many people say I'd never take it. I don't care how much it is; it's because it'll never be offered to you. No one's going up to Joe from Ensley and offering him twenty million dollars to go move and be part of the live. They tour. would offer him that if he could convince Barkley to take the gig. Charles, uh, Charles, the businessman, and I mean, we're talking about I'm not. We're going to be a role model guy, right? I think he's changed his ways quite a bit in the last ten or fifteen years of his life, and realizes just how important he is, not only to basketball, well, but also to, to broadcasting. And, as we and, know, and also in, instead of having to work 
uh, what, uh, 170 nights a week or 170 yeah. nights a, a year on mm-hmm. uh, on the, doing the post game show on TBS. This is what eight weekends. Yeah. Well, are there eight? Are there eight true. tournaments? Uh, but he's retiring from TBS here. Yes. The end of next year. Yeah, yeah. So um, he'll be available, so he, and and he go from what did you say? Two hundred. Doing a ninth a week, he lives in Atlanta during the basketball season. I don't know. Uh, Knowing Barkley as I think I do, I understand him listening. Uh, Who's to know if he doesn't meet with him and go, hey, look, you guys suck. Yeah. You know, he might just go in there and give him a piece of his mind. If he did, they'd probably offer him another $50 million to change his life. Yeah. And they probably Uh, would. Maybe that's what he'd do. Well, um, well, how does. Does this make him look bad by the fact that he is even going to meet with them? I don't. For me, because no. a lot of people are saying, "Hey, listen, you shouldn't even have to. You shouldn't even meet with these people." That'd be like having a meet meeting with with Hitler. Oh, <laughs> uh, and you can never make good analogies with Hitler. Anytime you say Hitler, you get in trouble. But I really don't I think, care. Uh, yeah. But I mean, but I mean, I just want to hear what he's got to say. Uh, what, what, what do you What do you need to know? What do you need to know, Alex? Uh, your thoughts on Hitler? Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I mean, look, uh, our president is over in the Middle East right now. Gonna fist bumping. Going to meet with uh, the Saudi Arabian government. And um, is it because the live tour is is already is it already starting to foster and create uh, better relations with the United States and uh, uh, PR? For around uh, good PR for the country, uh, you know, we've talked about this from the beginning, Tony. That this 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 is like you know uh, between the couches or between the cushions, money on a couch mm-hmm. for the Saudi Arabian government. Yep, everything they're paying out, and this is really to try to open up business to the West. And have the West come into Saudi Arabia and and uh, and be more accepting. But again, the the fact that uh, the, the the top person the in Saudi Arabia ordered the execution of a uh, Washington Post reporter is tough to get get around. And also, there there's horrific, uh, hor- uh, horrible uh, human rights human record, rights and, uh, and, and 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 against uh, uh, gay and lesbians. I mean, it, it's. Uh, it's not these aren't people that you necessarily want to be in bed with uh, in your business dealings. Sports have always been the great neutralizer when it comes to political indifferences. We can go back to Germany when they, of course, hosted the Olympics. You can go back to the Rumble in the Jungle. You can go back to where, whenever you have a country, <clears throat> China. I mean, you go to any country that's hosted any type of worldwide sporting event, and, and at that point, you're supposed to put your political differences aside, right? It's all about the athlete, right? Well, it really isn't, and that's exactly what the Saudis are doing. A lot of people think they know exactly what they're doing. They're wanting to let people know what they're all about and to soften their stance on um, human atrocities based on on them throwing a great golf tournament, and, and a lot of people see through their BS through it, and, and maybe Charles will too. But it, it would not surprise me if he takes it. It would not surprise me, and I, I, I don't know if I'd look at him a little different. I'd be really... Interested to see what, what, what you know, Kenny the Jet and some of those guys he works with feel about it. It will come up. Oh, Shaq will bust him over it. Unless they're offering well, Shaq part of the deal, too. And again, well, if what the if guy- they offered you $50 million? Oh, I take to- it in a heartbeat, but I think people would understand because I haven't made $50 million in my life. Yeah. I'm going paycheck to paycheck. 
You know, I, I mentioned this before. Um, you could be the biggest anti-drug person in the world, but if someone offers you five hundred grand to run a eighteen-wheeler lo- load of stuff to Atlanta this afternoon, you know how many people would say, "I'll be there at the airport in a minute." I can't. It's totally wrong. Totally wrong. And then most people go, "Oh, I wouldn't do that." I got news for you. If you're making thirty-five grand a year and someone offers you five hundred grand for a four-hour trip to do something illegal, you know how many people would say, "I didn't know." It was Take back the there. I didn't know what was going on. Why not? It's it's immoral. It's unethical. Sad, but Charles Barkley doesn't need the money. So I mean, and how he much says how much, that, and and that's and that's what a lot of people blew the golfers up over. They don't. Why, need why the does money. Bryce DeChambeau? Why? What? He doesn't need the money. He's going to make plenty in the PGA. Why yeah, but he, he will double money? what he's made in his career. Sure. In one year. I get why Brittany Griner went over to Russia because she was making like sixteen times more. Than she's making, making in the United a States. million dollars in Russia. I know, right? And of course, she was taking that hashish for medicinal purposes only. Well, and she had uh, what, whatever you call it, a license uh, or a permit to take it in in the U.S. Yeah, but that's not the same as Russia. Exactly. What kind of uh, issues you got? Anxiety issues? What were? What, do you know what her issues were as far as and why she was taking that medicinally? And I don't know why kept, we're finally hearing about that now. She kept hitting her yeah. head on door frame. Yeah. <laughs> what a lame attempted at humor. Uh, Cameron Smith is your leader at the open at St. Andrews. Uh, they are, uh, almost everybody's in the house, uh, through two rounds. He is minus 13. He's your leader. Cameron Young is minus 11. A couple of shots back. Then Roy. Man, 60, 66, 66. Roy is playing solid, solid. He's been playing great golf in like the last eight or nine weeks. Well, he, you know, and he's minus 10 through 13. Mm -hmm. So. Rory, I mean, if he caught fire, which he's having a great round. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I could, misread that. Uh, I that's okay. I yeah. misread it earlier, too. Um, but uh, he could theoretically he could be second or the, uh, he could be sitting on the lead after the second round. Yeah. I, I don't know if he could pick up three strokes. I don't know. With his game, yeah, he could pick up four strokes uh, through 18. But Dustin Johnson is fourth at minus nine. Uh, y'all, y'all converse here, and I'll find out where Alabama goes. Yes, yeah, so tell, tell us Justin about Thomas your is. tell about your latest experience with the world game. Yeah, while I find uh, so so uh, I had a chance to get VIP and uh, general mission tickets to all the events, but I wanted to pay because I wanted to give back to the uh, unification of the world games and certainly uh, the two hundred fifty million dollar uh, economic impact it was going to make. I wanted to be a part of that. So I've been more than happy to pay uh, for tickets. So I've been going with my boy a couple times. And uh, yesterday we went down to, okay, I'm going to blow you away. Ready? I've never been to the Crossplex until last night. You know, you're the second play. person who's told me that today. I, I, I never were, had a reason to go. Away. My buddy was blown away by it. I've never had a reason to go. It's beautiful. It's, it's incredible. It's great. A little seedy getting there. But once I got there, it was incredible. It was like, oh. Um, but we saw... Um, Wheelchair rugby, which was really interesting. Uh, they just beat the bejeebers out of each other uh, in wheelchairs. And then, of course, we watched uh, canoe polo. Uh, the United States uh, women's team is horrible. Uh, they haven't made a goal yet uh, in, in these world games. The men's not much better. Uh, but saw Netherlands, Italy, uh, Great Britain uh, played yesterday. Uh, and it was super, super entertaining. It was really, really good. It's five on five in canoes, kayaks. And they shoot at something that looks like a basketball goal, but it's got a net. And uh, they can use their paddles to block. And it was a lot of fun to watch. It was really, really good. There's 10, they, 10 and a half. Do they carry the, what is it, some kind of little 
It's like it's like a volleyball. Waterball. Like a volleyball. I like yeah. a volleyball. Mm-hmm. And they carry it along. You can only hold it for ten. You can only hold it for five seconds. Then you have to throw it in front of your boat and go and pick pick it up again. But you pass back and forth. There's a sixty second shot clock. In polo, mm-hmm. you're on a horse, which is self propelled. Sure. The horse, right? Yeah. Obviously, is and and you take the mallet and you keep the ball. Yeah. How do they keep going if they're also? They toss it forward. They paddle. They pick it up. Okay. Paddling one, they toss it's it more, forward. It's a skill pass. set and that again, I certainly yeah. don't possess. No, and I mean it's, but yeah, I mean it's just one of those things where you know I, I I can never do water polo because I'd have to be touching the bottom of the pool or I'd drown. That's an amazing sport when you're the waiting in the pool. Of those... It's incredible, and and you can certainly make an argument it's the same way with with uh, canoe polo. But it was really really fun, and I thought it was super cool. And I mentioned this. Every event I've gone to so far, with the exception of John Carroll, which they really screwed up because they put us on one side of the stadium where the sun was just beating down. We were all sitting on the shade side. They said it was okay for us to sit over there, but there was a tent where all the players were, so it was kind of difficult to see the field. And then after, right before the game started, they came over and made us move because of a breach in security. And I was mm-hmm. like, and so they made us sit in the, in the sun side for about two or three hours. And so it, it, was, it was kind of a raw deal. seemed like this um, happened to you at Legion Field, too, recently. It, it did. It did, and they waited to the fourth quarter. They finally let us yeah, move because people were passing game. out from heat exhaustion. Uh, and, and listen, it, small taters, I knew it was going to be hot. I knew it was going to be outdoors. So, but it was really fun to watch the ultimate Frisbee. Um, but, you know, every bathroom's super clean. There's soap dispensers and everything. Everything works. It's been unbelievable. There's free sunscreen wherever you go, even for the canopy piloting. There was free sunscreen. They've done just, just a wonderful job. Yeah. And then I go to the City Walk last night uh, around 7, 30, 8 o'clock, and I couldn't believe I was in Birmingham. Uh, it's amazing what a little neon light will do for you. Uh, the, the the overpasses, the interstate looked fantastic. It was super clean. There's a dog park down there that's huge. There's, of course, the roller skating rink that's right there. There's a skating rink as well for skateboards. But it was just so festive, and I was like, I cannot wait to see what this looks like after World Games. What's this going to look like on a Thursday night when nothing's going on in the city? Well, there'll be people down there because there's plenty of parking, plenty of benches. People were just reading books. It was great. A bunch of hippies down there, bohemian feel. It was super. Hippies? Yeah, there were some hippies like down there. 60s hippies? Oh, yeah. Lots of hippies, like tie-dyed bare, shirt, barefoot, beads. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm sitting there and I'm looking at Pajoli. I'm, I'm looking. <laughs> I'm sitting there looking at Legacy Arena, and then I'm looking at this, and I'm going, "What city am I in?" I'm, I'm, I'm like <laughs> in San Francisco. Really pleasantly surprised. I'm like, <laughs> I'm waiting capital. for the other shoe to drop. It was amazing. We're the capital of the world. Mm-hmm. This is the uh, Jay Barker Show. Back in a moment. This is the Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Partly to mostly sunny this afternoon. Just a small chance of any one spot getting a shower through the evening hours. The high today, 93. Tonight's low, 72. Tomorrow, morning sunshine. A few widely scattered afternoon storms. The high also, 93. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 89 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Never was a group more appropriately named. You know, Do they sound uh, like they sound like Ambrosia. Don't and, and by the way, he, um, you know, it's his birthday today. David Mr. Pack, Ambrosia, David Pack turned seventy today. 
If you've got a chance, go check out some of his solo efforts. Uh, there's uh, one song that he had that was a minor hit called uh, That Girl Was Gone. But he is still playing, and he still sounds just like that. He's 70 years old. It's amazing how good David Beck sounds. I think really. a lot of people would be surprised how many hits they had. Linda Ronstadt also has a birthday today. Artemis Pyle from Leonard Skinner, the drummer. Uh-huh. Jason Bottom also has a birthday today. Oh, I guess you get this stuff because you're doing your rock Joe Satriani has a birthday today, by the way. The GOAT of guitar playing has been nominated 15 times for a Grammy. He's never won one. He's the fourth wow. highest Grammy-nominated artist to never win a Grammy. That's all I got. All right. Uh, I promised an update from the Open at St. Andrews. Uh, JT is two under. Uh, Trey Mullinex, who qualified literally Sunday, is one under. Uh, so both of them make made the cut. Bruce Kepka did not make the cut. Phil hmm. uh, Mickelson did make the Kepka, cut. Kepka's body, he, he's just wearing down right in front of us, I think. Uh, of course, Tiger Woods uh, did not make the cut. We know that. So Phil's 0 for 2 so, since he joined the live, huh? Yep. Uh, and you know who finished last but is still one of my golf heroes? Who's that? He won the British he, Open, John what, Daly? 20 years ago. No, Daly may make the cut. Uh, he was one off making the cut just a minute ago. I love him. Mark Kalkovecki. Oh, yeah. Wow. How old is Mark Kalkovecki? He's probably, up there, man. He's probably my age. <laughs> 156th. What? Plus 21? Yeah, he shot an 83 and an 82. But he's out there. So he got better. He played the, the rest of his life. He's a winner. He'll get a paycheck, uh, man. Uh, but, David Duvall. Uh, it's a blast wow. from the past. I mean, he was the number uh, one golfer in the world. Yeah. For a then, very short and, time. And back injuries really uh, uh, derailed his career. You know what I loved about Mark Kalkovecchia? Is, is I remember this because this was back in the 80s when he first came on the PGA Tour. Mm -hmm. He won an event. And it's not like he was favored or anybody really had ever heard of him. Oh, uh, You know what he did Monday? What's that? He went out and bought matching Porsches for he and his wife. Nice. Now, you know, you, know, where, you know where he's from? Uh, Mark Kalkovecchia is, no, I don't. Laurel, Nebraska. Wow. He, he's, the best, he's the best golfer to ever come out <laughs> of the state of Nebraska. He's got a street named after him, doesn't he, up there <laughs> Yes. Uh, I didn't know that. And where's that yeah. wife that he bought that Porsche for? Is she still around? You know, I, I don't population, know. <laughs> population 1027. You think she just got in her Porsche and left? She probably got both of them, yeah. Oh. <laughs> So well, you know, th this room could get real sour when it comes to divorce, but I'm going to avoid that topic. Okay? I do have a qu I have a question for Tony, but go ahead if you no, have no, something. I'm not, uh -uh, I'm not going there. It's so, just fun Friday. Yeah, it is fun Friday. Uh, <laughs> this is this is a little more serious. All right, Tony. Next week, I am going to be talking to some high school students just about the state of, of journalism, mm -hmm. and uh, you have had to kind of recreate your career midway through, like so many of us, myself included. Yeah, it wasn't a plan, but yes. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> what would you, if, if a high school student asks you, hey, I want to get into the world of not not just not radio necessarily, but uh, podcasts. I, I want to be uh, in front of a microphone talking, you know, for two, three hours a day. 
what would you tell them? And then also within the context of that, can you tell us about KCAST Radio, what you're doing uh, absolutely. now? Absolutely. And Tony Curry Radio, formerly KCAST Radio. Oh, I'm Tony sorry. Curry. No, that's right. It's good. Just pull up TKR, TKR on your Android, Apple. Uh, it's Tony Curry Radio. You can download the app. Get it. If you don't like it, get rid of it. I don't care. But, but we've got five-star reviews across the board. It's classic rock. We have 13 different shows. We just started one with Kip Kiefer. Called Need to Know that runs uh, today at 2 and 6. And, and, of course, we have a Damon Johnson show. We have another show that I think Matt uh, Coulter is going to be a guest host on called uh, Wide Awake Wake, uh, which is a show about rockers dying. Uh, and our first celebrity rocker who will die will be Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney dies next week. We're going to talk about because everyone says, you know, why do we wait till they're dead before we really appreciate everything they've done in their lives? We always say, you know, why? Look at this funeral. There's food. There's drinks. All my friends are here. Why should you be dead during your own funeral? Have a wake for yourself while you're still alive. So every single week, we're going to have a rocker that's going to pass away, and we're going to talk about their life. Steve Ray Vaughan, who I absolutely love, we never played any music from him until he died. And then the minute he there's died, we played all of his music. But I'm glad you brought this up, and I'll tell you why. Because back in 1990, there was a guy... Skinny little black-haired dude, had kind of a New York accent, called me up, said, man, would you do me a big favor? And I said, what's that? He goes, I want to make an air check. I want to make this better-than-life air check so I can go get my dream job as the announcer for the New York Yankees baseball team. And I said, absolutely. And we stayed up at the radio station up there on top of the Rock Mountain there for about three different weeks. We were picking different days. I was doing after hours, and we put together this great piece for him and it didn't happen. Well, he just got called up to the Chicago White Sox two days ago, and I'm talking about Kurt Bloom. After 31 wow. years, 31 years trying to get up to the major league level, he will start his first major league baseball career 31 years after trying. And I would sit there, and, and, and it's easy to say after it happens. Don't ever give up on your dream. If you believe in it, stay in it. I'm telling you, man, there's something to be said about that. So I would tell the same kids, man, Radio is so different. Broadcasting is so different than it used to be. There's so many different ways you can go. Everyone's doing it. Everyone's got a podcast. Everyone streams. Uh, there's, a, there's a million different ways you can go with it. But if you really believe in what you got, and content is always king, if you've got a good show, people will find you. And Kurt Bloom, after 31 years of the Barons announcer. I, I, was, I was with Kurt when he got the phone call uh, as the Birmingham Barons announcer. This was probably about five or six years ago before they opened the new stadium. Uh, he was a salesman. He sold for the Birmingham Barons and got commission on that, and they were taking that away from him. And I don't think I'm saying anything that Jonathan Nelson would, would and I love Jonathan Nelson, but I get it. It was it was a, it was a cost-cutting measure. It cut his pay in half, and he oh. said, you know, I've got to figure out how I want to make up this difference. So what did he do? He started teaching communication at Birmingham Southern, and he had me speak to his class several times. And I thought, man, this guy, this is the guy that will go get a job at Chick-fil-A after he loses his $80,000 job. He'll, he'll do whatever it takes to make ends meet. For his family. And I know his family. I know his wife and his kids. And I thought that was so cool that he was willing to go speak. You do it at the University of Alabama for whatever reason. I know you thoroughly enjoy it. And he did a good job. And I came and in and spoke to his class. class many times. And, and, and absolutely loved it. Yeah, absolutely loved it. And um, for him to get back into the Birmingham Barons, never a sourpuss. He's got his own site, you know, kurtbloom.com. Uh, and get that call from the Chicago White Sox to call his first Major League Baseball game. And, of course, Terry Francona will be one of those managers for that game. He knows Terry very well oh, because, of course, he was there. Terry and Michael. And but, I mean, just what a wonderful story after 31 years. It's all in God's time. You never know when your big shot's coming up. You've got to do the best. You know, I, when we first started Tony Curry Radio, I was doing mornings, and I did mornings for like a year. And there were mornings where I had three people listening. I got an app that's worldwide. I, I, I pushed it four or five times an hour. 
Download it. It's free. It takes you five seconds. Could not people get could not get people to download my app. And I get in there and I'm talking to three people. And I'm doing a two hour show, but I don't know who those three people are. Could be an executive from New York. Could be someone from Westwood One. Could be someone from iHeart. Could be someone that's looking for the next big thing. You've got to put your best effort up forward. And you know, and I've Damon Johnson, who's a good friend of ours and has a show. You know, I'm like, what's it like to be in front of thirty thousand people, and then the next night you're in front of six. He's like, you never know who those six people are. You got to put on the That's best show. Point. And I see, I see so many people going, ain't nobody here. I'll wait another 15 minutes to start my set. Or they play short sets because there's no one there to listen. You don't know who's in that crowd. So you've got to play every night like it's a full house. And Kurt Bloom's done that his entire life. And kudos to him. I just think it's a great I story. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, he has been with the Barons for so long. Mm-hmm. You know who's before Forever. him? Who's that? Eli. Was it? Yeah, it was he, Eli. There was a guy named um, Jeff Lloyd. Mm-hmm. That was there. He now is the broadcast teacher and influence or whatever the case is out at Hoover. Yep. But no. Al when Ma- I first got to Birmingham, Eli was the, the you voice never of the know. Barons. Al Michaels used Look to call Cincinnati Reds games. This is a really interesting conversation. Uh, I know we need to go to break, but content is everything, right? Mm-hmm. That's what you said. Oh, that's good. And uh, I, I believe that, too, on the writing side. And I always tell my students, it's an ultimate meritocracy now. If you're really good... People will find you. It doesn't matter. More if you're, so than ever. More so than ever because of social. Is it the same way in your business? Absolutely. I mean, it, yeah. it, it really is. If people hear it, uh, it only takes a couple of hashtags and the right person to retweet or follow your stuff and get it out there. And that's, you know, obviously you want to be around people that have a lot of power and a lot of followers. Uh, so they'll retweet your stuff. But I mean, you know, Austin Hanks is a good friend of mine. He's best friends with Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top. He retweets one of my things and I get 100,000 followers. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's, but it's being around those people and you never know when that viral break is coming. Uh, it's exciting. It's a lot of hard work. It's very challenging. It's head scratching. You throw a lot of spaghetti up. You throw a lot of spaghetti. You just keep grinding and grinding yep. and grinding. If that's what you believe in and you believe in what you're doing, you think it's good. And I know what our stuff is good. So, yeah, you keep you keep pushing. My favorite segment, Alex's excellent. Oh, it's awesome. Anecdotes. It's coming up. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. 
Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating. Nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WilfordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we have to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's C. Letter O. When is Tommy James' birthday? Need to do that one. Welcome back into the program, Jay Barker Show. Jay is. At the beat. I don't think you really need to say much more than that. Lars Anderson is with us as always. Tony Curry's now joined us a couple times a week, which is fabulous. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Well, uh, thank you for what you do and all you've done. Oh, my pleasure. Um, and Alex Bauman, who is a broadcast student at UAB, is with us. And um, we have created a segment where he just digs up some stuff. It's called Alex's Awesome Anecdotes. Go, Alex. 
Uh, the NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, is in favor of lowering the age limit to in- enter the NBA draft from 19 years old to 18. I like it. Yeah, my, it. my, my uh, gut reaction is why not? <laughs> Everything else in uh, college sports is uh, just do whatever the heck you want. Uh, get as much money as you can at an early age. Um, the, the landscape is shifting beneath our, spe- our our feet when it comes to all of college athletics, and this just makes sense to me. Did you, did you guys see what J.D. Davison did last night in the summer league mm. with the Boston yeah. Celtics? He had 28 points, 10 assists, 5 rebounds, uh, 3 steals, and a block. I saw that, yeah. Uh, maybe Maybe the NBA is his game. I think we, which we all. He just uh, he just lost a lot of money by not going in the first round, right? Yes, because if he'd gone next year, he might have been a lottery pick. But I think he'd been a top twelve. Yeah, that's a huge difference. All right, uh, that's number one, Alex. What else have you on your plate? Uh, Mike Gundy, the Oklahoma State head football coach, asked why Texas and Oklahoma were allowed in the Big Twelve business meetings. He said, "We go to conference meetings, and OU and Texas are in there. They're still in the conference, but I'm guessing when they leave." They're scratching down things that they can help them when they're in the SEC. So it's an unusual situation. The new, new commissioner, I mean, honestly, if I was him, I wouldn't let OU in Texas in any meetings. Yeah, the uh, the metaphor I've used is it's like uh, you're divorced and you're still living with your ex-wife. That's what Oklahoma and Texas are doing right been now. there. It doesn't work. <laughs> you have to be a, either what, end of the house. You actually have been there. <laughs> you know, throw a pandemic. It makes a lot of fun. I... Uh, I have to, but we we agreed we were staying away from that topic today because it's <laughs> yeah. fun Friday. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. uh, we're you know, about it. at first you kind of think, ha, ha, ha. Well, wait a minute. You know, they do talk some business there. Sure they, they do. do. And some of that is probably intended for member institutions only. And while they are now, they're not going to be in two years. So at first I just kind of said, oh, <laughs> that's funny. But when he brought out that point, I went, you know. What do you think? Should they be in? They probably shouldn't be in there. Um, I think they should exclude I mean, them maybe, from certain meetings. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe they should be there when uh, the commissioner gives the overview. You know, the, the the state of the league. I'm sure that you know that's probably the first talk. But then, if there is stuff where they are uh, discussing ideas moving forward, strategies moving forward, what they want to do with the conference growth. Then yeah, I, I think Oklahoma, the the members of Oklahoma and Texas should be um, politely excused from the meeting, don't you? On a need to know basis, yeah. I mean, there, there's some things they probably need to know, I guess. But I mean, for the most part, yeah. Why should they be part of any future discussions in the Big Twelve? They're not going to be there. What are your thoughts, Tony, on uh, well, let, Oklahoma let, and Texas let, coming let, to the let's, SEC? Let, let's let's spin this a little bit more. Would you invite them to be part of the SEC meetings now, uh-uh. despite the fact they're not here yet? No, exactly. Uh-huh. They're, they're kind of. Well, I mean, maybe a business business type. I don't yeah. even think they're. They're they're, they're they're kind of in that uh, that. Um... Alex, what do you think? I don't think I would include them in the business meetings just because you know they can go to the SEC and say this is what the Big Twelve are doing. Let's let's try to replicate or not do what they're doing because we didn't like with that. Yeah, I, Big I, 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 I agree. Handed out checks of forty two point six million dollars. Mm-hmm. That's getting close to SEC money. Longhorn Network still on. 
They, I believe, are going to be absorbed by ESPN in some capacity because ESPN obviously has the rights to um, to the SEC and they own the Longhorn Network. So I, I, I'm not sure, but uh, if you're working for the Longhorn Network right now, I'd be working on your resume. Get Tony to yeah, put it together the, up at the Rock 99. You You'll go. end up with the White Sox. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the reasons because Texas, I mean, the, the Big 12 went the way Texas went because they were the only team to have their own network, and they did that 20 years ago. I mean, well, that was, so far the, you know what? That was the whole reason why Nebraska left mm -hmm. the Big 12 because Absolutely. they're like, all right, Texas is getting their own network. Uh, the championship game is always played in Texas, and it just uh, it felt to Nebraska officials that it's just uh, Texas gets whatever they want. And then uh, Nebraska uh, AD was just finally like, enough is enough. We're going to the Big Ten. Mm -hmm. Lars, and I have never felt like the Big 12 was the same. When the Cornhuskers left, it was a huge game for the Big Ten. But even mentally, I never thought about the Big 12 or what was it the, the, big, was the big eight initially. Yeah. But um, – did you? I mean, uh, well, Nebraska hasn't been the same. Well, that's true. Both ways. They didn't. Uh, Nebraska is not a, adapted well to the Big Ten culture, uh, and it's all about offensive and defensive line play. Um, and Nebraska, you wouldn't think that they would be slow to adapt to that, but they have. Um, but yeah, and it would be interesting to see. Just uh, is the Big Twelve going to? remain viable say five six years from now because um look we all think that the pac-12 is going to disintegrate mm -hmm. um who knows about the acc uh will we have a a, a four-team super conference look or will it be whittled down to two in the big 10 and the sec um I know that uh, uh, Big 12, they're trying to get Oregon, trying to get Washington, trying to absorb as many teams from the Pac-12 as possible. I think Arizona, Arizona State would make sense. And uh, if they can do that, then I think they can hold on. But if they're just going to take on these sort of second-tier schools, I don't think they're long for this world. Alex, do you have another? We're going to take a break. I do. Yeah. Okay, good. Also, uh... Something that happened really, really cool this week. I know y'all know about it. For me personally, it's one of the coolest things I've seen in a long, long time. That's all coming up on the Jay Barker Show. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Roll Tide, the best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Partly to mostly sunny this afternoon. Just a small chance of any one spot getting a shower through the evening hours. The high today, 93. Tonight's low, 72. Tomorrow, morning sunshine. A few widely scattered afternoon storms. The high also, 93. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 89 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
Back with the Jay Barker Show final segment. We continue with Alex as uh, he rolls along. What's the next story you've got here on The Price is Right? So uh, Hasbro is partnering with the New York Times to create Wordle the board game. It's already available for pre-order on Amazon, and they expect it to release on October 1st. Called what? Wordle. Wordle. Oh, Wordle. I am a Wordle guy. I am Wordle obsessed. I do Wordle every single day. I'm in two different Wordle groups. Wow. And um, I love Wordle. I'm all about this. Well, first of all, you need to start manufacturing T-shirts to say that. I heart work. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people do. I mean, yeah. and a lot of people that Including I know are your obsessed with it. Uh, my wife does more crossword puzzles, but she's found several online. I do Wordle. Um, to be yeah, very you know transparent, I like to have me, a couple of cocktails, yeah, sit down with it. You've mm-hmm. sent me some Wordles where you've gotten it in two guesses. I think my Wordle's easier than yours. But, yeah, I've, I've you know, i do, got a pretty decent vocabulary. Do you play Wordle? So. Uh, I played it a couple times. But it's not, uh, not something that uh, I sit around and have a couple do cocktails. Do you play, and Force, do. Alex? I don't play Wordle, but there's like the NFL version. It's called Weddle, where you yeah. can guess NFL players, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, there's like now, about like 50 that. different spinoffs. Yeah. What's it called again? Weddle. Mm-hmm. After Eric Weddle? I think so, yeah. There's one with dirty words you can do. There's like 50 different spinoffs. <laughs> Man. Yeah, yeah, there's one with just profanity, and it's hilarious. Well, I'm surprised that's, you're not hooked into that <laughs> Well, as soon as we get off there, partner, I've got what, 11 minutes. But that section will end in, in you end up. <laughs> yeah. How about that one? Uh, yeah, there's like there's there's like a ton of... Uh, what's amazing to me is we're still coming up with stuff that, that, that we just think is just, you know, amazing. Like, you know, Word Search or Wordscape or whatever. What I got on to for a little while, I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. Um, and it, I did. And we're still into it. And then did it goes you do awesome. Words with Friends? Uh, I did for I a while when I found yeah. out other people could play against me, and there were people from high school just kicking my butt. Yeah. And I said, I, all right, I got too much pride for this. Uh-huh. Uh, especially when, you know, he's a wordsmith. Yeah. We're broadcasting. I know, right? You better not get your butt kicked every day. Yeah, do you have another one? If there was a. I do. All right. Uh, Thompson football's home game against Lipscomb Academy is going to be televised by ESPN. Um, Nationally. That's cool. And they're kind of the new Hoover, are they not? Yes, they are. I have not been out to Thompson Stadium. How does have you, have you guys been out there? I've not. I've, I went to the actual school, and it looked like Hoover too. I'm just wondering how just Thompson Stadium. I don't know. Uh, Do you? Com- compares to uh, Vandy's stadium, <laughs> <laughs> like ten times better. <laughs> yeah. We should put them in our top ten SEC stadiums. <laughs> uh, tailgate. Uh, Oh. Have oh. You, did you say you had another? I do. All right. Bring it on as we he's, wrap he's up like the day. He's Parker. like the Energizer Bunny Rabbit over there. Isn't he? I love it. Yeah. Less than a week after it was launched, Starbucks had to pull their new chicken sandwich due to quality standard concerns. And it's just right after they had to close 16 stores after safety concerns due to crime. That was all due to their bathroom deal. Yeah, we'll let everybody in while everybody started coming in, tearing up the bathroom, dealing drugs. And two of those, two of those, of course, were just recently unionized too, which is not a good look for Starbucks either. Oh, you want to unionize? By the way, we're closing it because your bathroom's got drug deals going on down it while you do your lattes. I'm a Dunkin' Donuts. People go in the bathroom at Starbucks and do drugs. What? They make drug deals because they can let anybody in. They they had this rule that they cannot stop any person. You have to let them use the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. And so. 
Hey. You look at their moniker, it looks a little... Uh, oh, you're thinking it's kind of... Something from the a... 70s, got the woman on there with the little... Hey, guys, we're going to wrap up on something I want to talk about. Do it. All right. Web telescope. It's just been awesome. As you guys know, mm -hmm. um, I'm a space cowboy mm -hmm. or the son of a space cowboy. And my dad's final project at NASA was putting up Hubble. That's cool. And he told me at that moment, said, Matt, you will see things through this telescope that will absolutely blow your mind. Yeah, mind has been blown. And, and mind blown in 90 Mind blown again in 2022. And it is, it is just fabulous. And one of the things that they have these in, in the galaxies in the universe, they have these space mountains. Did you read about them? One particular part of it is seven light years tall. Wow. I, now, that really does blow my mind because I can't even think about it. Because light year is a measurement of mm -hmm. distance, not time, as some people think. Y'all want to great. stay after class? We That's can talk about it more. Well, I, I no, just I know it. that the, the scientific community was just absolutely, you know, giddy. Just giddy when the image came back. And, uh, and, and, and you just compare what, I mean, and this is just a tiny, 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 like, slice, right? It's a speck of a span. It's like a piece of dust. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, suddenly, just in the speck of dust, we see, what, uh, like a thousand new universes? Universes. That are bigger than our the own Milky universe? Yeah. It, it, it's just, I, I, I can't yeah. wrap it. It, it puts a perspective when I, when I hear this fact that there are more planets than there are grains of sand on the beaches on this earth of ours. And, and I'm kind of like, come on. Because we always know about the seven. We know the Pluto, Uranus, all that. But I mean, when you hear there's more, Funny there's, you bring there's, those there's two more. Up. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I'm thinking about Disney, and I'm thinking about going to the bathroom. Um, there are more planets than there are grains of sand on the beaches, and the that's that that it is true. It's it's crazy. Infinity. Yeah, it is. Even these telescopes, as powerful as they are, they see no end. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that that it thing had blows. to have like 136 different things that work all at the same time. To make it work is just incredible because it looks like if it got hit with a golf club, it would, <laughs> it would just blow up. Did your dad ever meet Mr. Hubble? You know, I think their paths crossed because he was hanging around. He would have been in. Um, he would have been but, in. You know, uh, I could go on. It might, they flew five people from NASA and Huntsville up to Goddard. My dad had to move up there and live for a year. My dad, Washington D.C. Woo! So he worked on the Hubble. Oh, correct. That was his last project. I've wow. got I've got stories story. I could share with you. Uh, very Bob Coulter. What did you think when you saw that first image I that came thought, out? I thank God. I, I hit a knee and realized that man, there is heaven. There are heavenly bodies. This is unfreaking believable. And then I swelled with pride because my dad said had such a large hand. It's cool. Y'all don't get me out here and start crying. Hey, Alex. Thank you. Have a great weekend. You too. Go up to the Grant Field and national law party. Thanks for listening, everybody. Jay Barker Radio Show. We will be back on Monday. I want to go to that thing down underneath the interstate. City Walk, let's go. You're listening to the Jay 